All right, welcome to Pass the Mic, episode 45, fresh off a week off for homecoming for Friday, October 14th. Mike Pihoti here in Studio B, fresh off a staff meeting, right across the table from you, Mr. Michael Gervasi. Good morning, good afternoon. How it's are good you? afternoon. Yeah, no. Did the week off throw you off? Threw me off completely. Oh my goodness, so the, the hip-hop fans of... Uh, podcast world are going to be very disappointed next week next, next week. week all right yes. next week um so we've been off for a week it was homecoming there's no way i was getting a podcast episode in last week we're barely we're barely getting one in this week it's yeah, thursday was, it's <laughs> thursday after we maybe we shouldn't even spike the football yet because who knows if this will even get on the air um we did have some feedback you know your do you even remember your education topic the one that you came up with it was about how we um things that came to our attention through teaching you know realizations yes, we had. and we yes. did have some feedback uh, mr the great mr max bailey uh, not to violate FERP or anything, pointed out a kid that was always asleep that people always gave a hard time to until they found out right. the reasons why. And I think that's a great example of that. You know, you, you, yeah, you don't want to jump to conclusions with kids. You never know what they're going through at home. What was pretty cool for me is uh, a good friend of mine talked about how he only – he's not a huge fan of the show, but he listens from time to time. And he, he said the part he likes the most is just learning about what teachers, what the experience is in our day – he did bring this episode up, and I thought that was kind of cool. And he, he said, you know, I never – I didn't realize that you guys were able to – that you learn such things from people, and it gives him a different outlook too now. Yeah, and I don't know – and it's been so many years since we were in an education program. It would almost be interesting to go back to, like, Eastern yeah. and sit through, like, a methods class and see what they're teaching now. Yeah. Because, honestly, you know, we joke around about this, but, like, back in the day in the mid-'90s, the big thing was, like, try to avoid using a red pen – like when yeah. you were great, like this was right. like a real thing. Yeah. They'd talk about in methods classes because it would be so hurtful and detrimental. Yes. <laughs> and so like I remember when I first started, I got like green pens and whatnot <laughs> to try to not hurt anybody's feelings. And just I, I'd love to know what is some of the stuff nowadays. I think there has because there really wasn't. A, I mean, yes, you, you had some lessons about multiculturalism and social economic stuff, but really not as much as you thought, not as much as you thought of like things like that, like the sleeping, you know, it was, yeah. it was all just considered behavior issues. That you'd have it to was, and you know, I, I remember a guy, they brought like three teachers in, in my methods class at the very end. And one of them was like, I'm telling you, man, this job sucks. <laughs> and he's like, I'm stuck. Yeah. And I, I obviously don't agree. There's days where yes. I, especially lately. It's funny that, that you mentioned that. That's going to, we're getting into yeah, previewing yeah, yeah. our education right. topic, but. Yeah, I just, you know, there's days where you feel like, God, can I do this for another day? But I wonder where that guy is now. Like, he was just... He, burnt, burnt, totally burnt he, out. And, it, and he was young. Yeah. Uh, he couldn't have been a day over 25 or 26. So. And it's also interesting, you know, like, most professions are like that. I remember talking to my dad, like, about being an airline mechanic. And he was like, you don't want to be an airline mechanic. You know, <laughs> like, and I, I always thought, oh, you know, you know, it would be interesting. So... So that's that. We had a little feedback on the bees, and they're on their last days as we hit a couple 30-degree yeah. days. I, they're still around, but they're on their uh, – okay. it's, uh, a, it's a weird thing when you see them now, but yeah. Yeah, they're, 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 uh, they're slowing down, So and there's, the bags are still all around. They're all yeah. over the bleachers. So. Uh, yeah, I didn't notice that until after. I mean, they are all over yeah. here at Gibraltar schools. They're using right. those things. So, All right, Mike of the week. First of all, I went back. i got to put them on the wall. I have every mic that we have – we are caught up. Man. We are totally caught up. Um, we got to get them on the wall, but they are all there. All the ba- all the baseball players from this summer. Oh, that was Miguel Tejada, our baseball fans. Michael Knight oh, sitting on is. Kit. David um, Mike Evans. Mike Evans of the Tampa Bay. Oh, there's um, from In Excess. Michael Hutchins. Yeah, huh? Michael Eric. Dyson. There's the, your author. Yeah, so we got them all here. We're gonna get those up. We'll take a picture. There's Michael Gross from his family. I went <laughs> old school. <laughs> his old school. So. so with that, that leads us. On, and I have it printed somewhere in the pile. Your Mike of the week is. Yeah, and I'm not promoting any candidate here or anything. Yeah. Um, but 
Mike Duggan, in honor of the coming up of the pending. It is. We're, we're ballots. My ballots on my desk. I already filled it out. My okay. ballots at home. So election. Mike Duggan. He started like his career with the uh, Wayne County right yeah, government. He did certainly. Then he went and swung and worked for the healthcare. Like you. Yes, he did. And made a name Detroit, from Detroit like downtown, right? Like the, he, was all, he was at commercials. Um, yeah. God, was it? It's probably renamed by now. I don't think it's yeah. the same. It's Detroit Receiving. I thought it was the big hospital mm-hmm. system down. I don't remember. But then he decided to throw his hat, and he's been yeah. in the mayor ever since. Yeah. So. Of Detroit, so Mayor Mike Duggan. There you go. Um, that is our Mike of the week. All right, education topic. You sort of hinted at it early in yeah. the show. We want to talk about what we've all talked a lot of positive. And again, this isn't to be negative. It's sort of, in a way, it's almost positive. So we made it through these days and are still here. We're not like the guy that came to your methods class. But <laughs> what are what is your worst day that you can recall at work, or worst days if it's multiple? Obviously, there's been many more better days than worst days. But yeah. we're not going to lie and sugarcoat anything. There's no. been some bad days. So something that you want to share that. Uh, was one of your worst days at work. Okay. I'm going to go a specific day. Okay. Um, because it's kind of every year. And, I, you know, I've had days, I, I mean, I've had, you know, the kids pass out from your blood drive that, yep. you know, but the worst day every year, and I think maybe I, we got our signals crossed on this, the worst day every year is the day before Thanksgiving. Uh, right. Not in a, I mean, it's a nice day because it's our first really break. However, the kids know that they're 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 tapped out at that point. It's a um, long stretch. It's, a, it's the longest it stretch of the year without a day off. Yes. Now the kids get election day off. We Correct. don't. We do not. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember when I came in here, Patrick Rice. The first piece of advice gave, he gave me was the first stretch is a marathon, and everything else becomes more of a sprint. Yep. Didn't know what it meant. Now I clearly do. And but that day the kids have checked out, and yeah, on top of that, the absence rate tends to be higher. You know, and you could make this case for Christmas break as well, but there's like more of a jovial feeling on that day. This this Thanksgiving, it, it's just rough. I remember the worst basketball practice. Max Bailey, to tell you about this, Eric Stiegel, former coach here, we have ever had, and Max Bailey said this is the worst day to coach. You know, so I'm. I'm oh, so say you actually ran a practice after we, we did. That's a tough day to practice. And uh, you know, well, I'm, nowadays even more. I think more and more people leave Wednesday. I mean, at college, yeah, most colleges are closed right. Wednesday. That right. that has now become because. It's so hard to get anywhere, you know, with travel that I think more and more places. And we were a half day, right? Like a couple, like for a couple years. We were for we? a couple years. Yeah. And, then it, and now we're back to a full day. Full. And it's just, you just know it. And maybe it's different now. I know it going in. I try to do something a little bit more fun with the kids that's still, you know, topic related. But then the, the fact that you all say also have that in your mind that, you know, if I do this assignment, you know, if I have 25% of my kids that aren't here. Figure out a way to have them make it up when they come back, and yeah. that's an issue every day. There's just more that day, so that's yeah. And you, you know, you mentioned the day before Christmas. That used to be. It's funny we just mentioned yes. the staff meeting. That yeah. used to be a half day. I thought that made the the full day makes it easier. I think the day of work. I think the half day it was almost sort of like a little bit of a clown show to begin with because like we're here at seven. We're here so early. The day's over at ten fifty. Yeah, right. So, like, a lot of kids didn't even come. The ones that did are like, why are we even here? Right, you know, yeah. it's like, uh, you know, way back in the day, they'd show them the Grinch or whatever on the, the TVs in every room. But yeah. those are always tough days. Not like the, I, I don't think the last day of school is that hard. I think that has a different feel to it. Um, yeah, I, it's a positive feel. Yeah, and yeah. That's, that's, I guess that's where I differ with you in a sense. I, I think that day before Christmas, to me, it's just it's a better feeling. Yeah, you know you're what right. I mean? It is a – I don't disagree that's that's and that, and again we talked about the whole year round calendar if there could be a way to find out to have like a like my daughter at U of M you know she has this coming Monday Tuesday off 
they have like this mid semester break. A lot of colleges do this right. now in the fall. Like they don't wait all the way till Thanksgiving. They actually do a mid semester okay. and get a couple of days off. And man, I, September Labor Day to uh, Thanksgiving is a long stretch. Yeah, it's it a is. long stretch. It and again, is. the kids do get election day, and that's a Tuesday. You know, it's not really a break. You're just off one day in the middle of the week. So, right. Um, mine, I actually did specific days, two specific okay. days, like days in my career. So one was very early in my career and one was recent. Early in my career, many years back before I lost touch with the classroom, I was also the director of the play. We talked about this when the maestro was in here. Mm-hmm. And uh, sold – we were selling play tickets. It was like my second or third play. I can't remember whatever year it was. And um, locked the cash – I had to sell them out of my room. you know. And I, I locked the cash box in my room um, – Locked the door to my room, didn't lock it away in a closet or anything, just left it in my closet, $600 plus stolen. Oh. Yeah, like uh, gone. And it was like oh, you, I opened man. that box to sell the next ticket, and it was like a punch to the gut. Yeah, like I was just going to say physical, that had to be the worst feeling ever. And, uh, you know, I immediately told my administrators. I didn't try to hide it. Um, and, you know, now there's, you know, back then, you know, there really wasn't policy. Now there's very strict policies that money's locked up immediately, which should have been always the case. And I always, now with homecoming tickets, I always lock up my money um, immediately. I learned, you know, I learned, you put your hand in the fire, you, you get burned. My boss, sure. our boss at the time, Mr. Lagenis, he guaranteed, he's like, I will find out who did this. This was the era before cameras. Right, right. And sure enough, over the weekend, he had the two kids by Wow, mind. I was going to yeah. ask, wow. Like, like, just through detective work, because there were no cameras in the hallways, there were no... It was all a matter of, I think it was like, you know, people turning on people and, you know, sure. and it, but uh, I had to go down to the Wayne County Juvenile Courthouse. Sure. To, it was just a devastating blow. It taught me a lesson early to always lock up my money. Um, and, but man, what a punch to the gut. And then I a bet. funny story, like my wife tells this story. She was like down in, on like on a girl's trip somewhere. I don't know if it was Nashville or somewhere. And re- somehow the name got brought up. And she's like, oh, she's like, you're married, you're married to Mr. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, I remember when his play money got stolen. That was uh, my wife. Still brought, she brought it up like yeah. just a couple of weeks ago. And that was it was just a depressing thing because you work so hard and that, you rely totally on the money. And the kids that did it, you know, uh, and they ended up getting keys. They stole keys from a custodian. This wasn't like I left. They didn't like. Rigged the door to get open. They actually wow. was a huge theft. That's, a, that actually, that's yeah. pretty impressive. That's, yeah, that's something you've seen unsolved mysteries. Yeah, I know. So that was one. That was early in my career, and then recently in my career, I think I know where you're going. I came back. To, I I had resigned. I retired from coaching for a few years. I don't know. Yeah. See, now I retired from coaching for a few years, and I decided to go back to coaching. And I went to middle school track and field. I was the they hired uh, added yes. a third coach with uh, Coach Halderman and Coach uh, D'Angelo. D'Angelo. Yeah. And it's like that first year back. Um, sitting there working the finish line. I've had, I had 15 years of boys varsity track experience. Never had an issue to meet. Never. I mean, it's track and field. I mean, yes, you know, every once in a while basketball games get heated and there's technical fouls. But you're outside and never, no, but right. Yeah, it's no track and field. Direct. I mean, whoever's faster is faster. Right. Whoever's right. slower is right. slower. Whoever jumps, you know, there's no, it's, I've never had an argument in 15 years of varsity track and field. Never had an issue. And I'm sitting there at the finish line watching races go and all of a sudden I hear there's a fight. And I'm like, a fight? Like, well, I'm looking around, like, in the, I'm expecting the stands, you know, and I look and know there's one of our students from the middle school team and another from the other middle school team squaring up. Mm. And I'm like, this is, I, I, for a minute, I'm like, this is not real. Um, I go out there and do what we all do, right? When we get in these, we, you know, get in there and get between. And thankfully, Dave Anderson, who is our mm-hmm. administrator guest, is out there with me. Paul Panter was a parent of one of a kid that was on the team, not of these kids doing this. We, I, I ended up thrown to the turf. Oof. I'm lay, laying on the turf, 
And I'm so angry at this point now. I get up and I just grab the first body I can by the collar, and it turns out to be Paul Panter, the parent. Yeah. I grabbed the wrong oh, person. Oh, man. And I still remember I called the athletic director at the time, and I'm like, tell him what happened. I'm walking the kid out, walking the family out. There's yelling. I'm like, I, and I got home and I told my wife, I go, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I made it a third of a season, and I'm, I'm never going back to coaching again. My wife sort of talked me off the ledge. I'm glad I didn't because right now coaching Shoemate is one of my favorite things mm-hmm. to do. I love working with Sam and Amy. It was just a punch to the gut. And like one, it's just like one of those days where you go home and like, why am I doing this? Yeah. And it was depressing. And, and, and knock on wood, you know, again, middle school boys make bad decisions. Sure. You know, I, 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 I talk to this person now and we have a great relationship. You know, yeah. um, it, there was no ill will intended towards me. Obviously, but you know you're still supposed to listen when adults sure. are seeing it. But it was just a punch to the gut. A day where I'm like, I, I, I remember going home and being like, I don't like doing this. And then whenever I say that, whether it be about the nine to five part or the extra part, if I don't like doing it, why am I doing it? Yeah. So you know, I I I will bring up one that you know I I I went to, really went to bat for a kid, and he got in a fight in the lunchroom one day, and it was re- and so on so many levels it was wrong. I'm not going to get into the specifics, but. It was a kid that I had really fought hard for. Yeah, went to bat for. And, you know, to have that happen, and then I'm, I'm getting him out of the lunchroom, and um, he yelled something to, across the lunchroom that just verified for me. And, like, this, that was that was my day. When you br- First off, when you break up a fight anyway. It's always a bad day. It's always a bad day. Yeah. That's, that's, that, it's, it's not going to get – you're not going to feel better. There's paperwork involved. There, there's, 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 there's just a hundred things. Yeah. And then to have this kid who I had done so much for have that happen – was it was I, I feel you I, I get it and it makes you I question do I want to do this anymore yeah. because you do all this stuff for somebody and then he totally messes up like that um, yeah I can I can understand you on that yeah. one and like I said it's like I could have been at home on my couch I did, this isn't even part of my regular day right and here I am laying on the turf hundreds of fans in the crowd lay, I'm on the turf <laughs> laying there. You know, and but you know, it is what it is. I'm yeah. still doing it, so you know, that's the one thing with any part of this job. I think you got to step away like 24 before, because of like like yes. you said, those if you don't let 24 hours right. or 48 hours pass, you'll make a rash decision. Right, and thankfully, right. I thank my wife for that because she's like, you don't want to quit. She's like, yeah. it was a bad day. She's like, let it go. You know, it, it, things will get better. So I um I thought you were going to go with the last year, the day after Oxford when our school. Oh, essentially. yeah. You know, the, you know, I almost put like in my general notes too. I thought about it when I was doing my notes because I didn't want to do was any day, any day that I go to work that we learn of or hear of a school shooting like that to yeah. me is an awful day. It's just, um, you know, it's just a punch to the gut. It, for me, it started early in my career with um, Columbine. But yeah. then, you know, and I have said before and I'll say it a hundred times, uh, not that anyone is any worse or better than the other. Another, they're obviously never better. But the one in Connecticut is still a punch to my gut every day when I think about it. I remember it. being in the room with you and we discussed. Yeah. And uh, so those those up. days, I always just, it, it punches me in the gut and it, it, it makes me, but it also pushes me in my role as being on the safety and security team of the value. And when we do those drills and stuff and I talk to the kids, it's not just a, Oh, we got to get this drill in. I'm passionate about sure. it. I talk about it. I explain to the kids of, you know, what we do. And I, and I appreciate, again, we've praised these people before, but Brandon Seifert, Mr. Mm-hmm. Mall, 
Um, yeah. They also are in the same boat. We have a new district security coordinator that I, I can't remember his name at this either. moment. But he seems to be very – the people that are responsible for that here make me very yeah, feel safe agree. and very proud to live in the district because they, they here it's not a joke. And it's not just because, oh, Oxford happened last right. year. We better get on We've the ball. We've been on this. It's been this way with Larry yes. Williams yes. many years ago, and I appreciate that. And I'm sure Woodhaven's the same way. Larry used to talk about it, and his, he, the hair on his skin would crawl. Yes. He talked about yes. it. Like, that's how – Serious, he took it, and I'm sure he's doing the same thing at Woodhaven, even as a retired community member there. So, so yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I I, I, again, those that just sort of makes my hair stand up thinking about those. So, overrated, underrated this week. So, hopefully, next week we come back with we do have something positive coming back next week. So that's good. So, overrated, underrated this week, and in the past you've mentioned. This is part of your other overrated, underrated stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I but I want to talk about the whole idea of homecoming, overrated, underrated aspect. So this may be hard for you because you said the whole aspect is overrated, right? Or, I did. Yeah. So now you're going to have to actually find something in there that's underrated and maybe <laughs> your most un- overrated aspect. So, again, overrated is not bad. Um, but for you, what is your most overrated aspect of the homecoming week? Because we just came off it. Great week last week, by the way. Excellent court. Parade was great. Dance was great. What – uh, for you is the most overrated aspect of a homecoming week. For a high school, I guess. I mean, we're not going to talk college, right? No, that's easy. Yeah. Um, it's the it's the king and queen. King I'm sorry. Queen. Yep. I, and you know I'm not saying this offensively yeah. to you nor anybody else. I think the whole notion of a, a homecoming court is very antiquated. It's past its time. I think a lot of the things we are trying to instill I, – I don't know how deep I want to get into this, but uh, the things we're trying to instill in kids uh, – kind of goes out the window with this is in what becomes somewhat of a popularity contest. And we've had some wonderful, wonderful, wonderful kids win this award. And I, I almost didn't do this for that reason and didn't say this because yeah, I don't think it's a reflection on anyone. In it's past not because the kids actually here do it a pretty good job. They do. And yeah. they, they've, we, we've really, I mean, this year include, we have had super, super kids win these awards. But to me, I, I don't like popularity contests, and to me, that's what I think this amounts to. I wonder, like, as a person of history, it's something I, I like, wonder whatever brought this on. Like, yeah. and, and do they, do I, from like just seeing stuff, this happens all over the United States. Right. It's not like a Midwest thing. No, it's, it's, a, it right. looks like it's everywhere, but I wonder what, like, what, how many years ago do they say to school, and like, hey, I got an idea. Why don't we have a king and queen? And, and you know, the other part is the, there's been talk, and I, I think some districts have done this. In fact, I'm, almost positive, that getting rid of uh, valedictorian and salutatorian, right? Yeah. yeah. I understand the sentiment, and I'm, I'm not saying I agree or disagree with that, but that is at least, those are something that comes about because of hard work and stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not a... Not voted. It's not voted. So, again, I'm not, and we've had some... Yes. Issues this that is nothing. All over. This has nothing to do with our king and queen. No, it, no, no, no. So I, I want to make. And that again, clear. I don't. I don't mind doing it. I mean, I know it's nationwide because I get these catalogs. I sell them everywhere. I'm just. I, I would. I maybe I have to do a little research and yeah. see like where this all started. Where the idea came from. Um, yeah. You know, because especially you know, like I, can't, I wonder like how old it is, like how long it's been around. You know, you aren't know. we opposed to kings and queens in this country? I know we people love it now though. They love seeing it from. Maybe <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. Maybe this is our one chance to have it. So yeah. for me, my overrated aspect of it and. Um, is and I don't understand it, but I guess and I maybe I got to find out like if other schools do this. 
Um, to another thing to find out, and I guess I'll ask at my Downriver League meeting we have coming up here at the end of the month, but the competition between the classes, like the whole week is supposed to be about, hey, we want to beat so-and-so in yeah. this football game on Friday. Like We want to beat Taylor. But like as long as I've been here, yeah. even as a student in the day, you'd always have these class competitions. You know, the spirit days, we count up the days. We have this marauder jug that's older than it can be. We have our events at the games. And it gets pretty nasty it between does. these classes. Oh, man, did like, it ever. Like everyone hates the class of 25 here right now, and my son got the daddy's boy chance because we went to instant replay and the sophomores beat the seniors but uh i don't understand it like i thought the whole theme of the week was supposed to be hey we're all one we should be directing our you know our rage against taylor high school because we want to beat them in the game but everything you do throughout the week is why is the class of 25 better than the class of 24 who's better than the class of 23 so that's my overrated aspect i wish it was there's a way of doing things but i guess that's also the way to get more people involved and you got to go against somebody i mean unless you like you start doing data against the other schools, but nobody's going to want to do that. I mean, you know, so. No. All right. Underrated. What do you got? Perfect segue, actually. And I will say before we go to, it's funny you mentioned that because we're in 10th grade. I was a sophomore. I'm sure some of my, my old crew here can remember this. We had, we had a friend, Jason, who screwed up one of the events so poorly <laughs> That it cost us the, the championship? championship, yeah. And we also what did you guys remember. do? You had like a spirit jug or anything like that? Or? No, I don't even know. What we you had just in proclaimed that. I think the it was just, Yeah, just the pride of and uh, yeah. you know he was he was hiding out for a little while. After it took him an abnormal number. Of We've time. had that a few times here with the Connect Four game. Yeah, where someone puts the chip down when there's a wide open block, and then, yeah, we had that. Teachers yeah. had it last week. Yeah. Um, so, but back to the underrated. So because of that, I was just going to say, I, I man, I think it is so awesome the idea of having. All these people come back, and I, I don't know, again, I, sometimes I wonder if these are even underrated things, but I think lost in the shuffle last week. The reason why I thought of it is because of how heated everything got. I'm like, man, are we forgetting how awesome it is to bring everybody back? It's so cool. Like, I, I saw your daughter. at the you know, in the, and, and, oh, the alumni mean, only, cheerleaders. Yeah. yeah. I mean, from, and some from quite a ways back. Quite a ways back. Dr. Tyfer was there. Yeah. Some people that went to school with uh, me. Uh, people our age, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I just, it's, it's amazing, and it really, as a person – you know, I grew up in Taylor. This is so I'm kind of an outsider that came in here. I've been here for a while now. I think I'm a member of the community. It's it's so impressive to me, and it really is. It, it's something to see. And I, I, you know, we did it pretty well in Taylor. Taylor uh, in 2017 at Kennedy, we had our final homecoming game um, because the school was closing, and it was quite a scene. But I feel like what the scene that they had there is what we have every year here. It's amazing. Yeah, I think that's a good point, and I, and it's going to tie right into mine. And again, the the band like alumni. People can march and play with the band. You know, we have the alumni cheerleaders, you know, the, the parade. My whole thing is the whole just sense of community and coming together. It's one day where um, the Huron River Yellow Jackets came and marched yeah. in the parade. You know, they're like our youth football league here. Firefighters. Um, the Gibraltar police. police and fire do a great part. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, the band has their deep fried Oreos they're selling. Uh, you know, Brenda Greer and the boost, the athletic boost, the athletic department, Brenda Greer and the athletic booster club, Kim Blakesley as the treasurer. Um, mm-hmm. th- they put on a great spread at the tailgate. Um, the, the Gibraltar school district and the union got together and put on a tailgate party outside for family members of all educators. Mm-hmm. It, you know, if the weather's fine and it was cool, but it was dry, cool, but it was, it was, it was but the, for sure. a lot of people come out for that. A lot. I see a lot of alumni that I know, you know, throughout the years, I've been working here for a long time. And so it is one night where if you get, you know, if the weather's good, um, and, and we've been very blessed here. You know, our football team for many of our years here, on this, in these early it was tough, but many years they've been good. Mm-hmm. You know, they've, they've, they've won more games than lost. Right. 
And there's a lot of schools we go to yeah. when we see, and you know, you imagine they, they don't have many wins, and it's it's not as fun. Right. And granted, Southgate beat us at theirs this year. That was a good Southgate team. We, we're not taking no, them. Not at all. And uh, But the, just the sense of community in a, a night where, you know what, even if football's not your thing, a lot of people come out, and the parade was nice, the, the king and queen from last year come back, the parents get to see. You know, and nobody, knock on wood, I've been doing this a long time, when the queen is crowned, there's no ill will or hard feelings. No, the the no. girls are just happy to be there. Their dads are there. Their yeah. escorts, and it, it's just it's a lot of work. But at the end of the day, it's rewarding to see sure. all the people happy. And that's so that's my thing. That to me, it is an event for the community in addition to our students at Carlson High School. Agree. So, Agree. All right, so we're on the same page there. Yeah, exactly. All right, so that is that. Let's get to our hot mic take of the week. What do we got for you? So I actually changed mine here as we were talking about our worst days, and I want to use a story and just see if any of the listeners have done anything like this. So early in my career, and you know, I was very insecure early in my career and job because, you know, I wanted to keep this job and didn't think I was good enough and so forth and so on. Um, and so you can imagine this, this following me like a ton of bricks. We were on a separate email thread talking about a poker party that was going to happen and everybody was going to bring in a certain drink. I'm going to date myself a little bit here and tell you how long ago this was. My suggestion was Nellie's Pimp Juice. Yes. Well, uh, unbeknownst to me, I was on two different emails at the time, and I replied to all. It was a homework request for a student that included, amongst others, uh, a few of the elderly statesmen here, their teachers. (laughs) Veterans. uh, Veterans. um, A few other very perfect. There really was nobody except Rocco Georgie on there that I would consider. (laughs) That you would have ever sent. Plus the parents. Right. Yes, the parents as well. And a pic, uh, my email, my exact email was, what about Nellie's pimp juice with a picture of Nellie's pimp juice? So I get a phone call from Rocky George. He said, Mike, you just sent a homework request with Nellie's pimp juice. <laughs> and, man, I, I, I for 20 seconds, I was like, man, I'm going to lose my job. And uh, Rocky <laughs> told me it got silent on the other end. I looked at it. So I had to go to each individual person and just kind of, Hey man, I'm sorry. I replied to all the wrong one, and you know. So I'm just curious from the listener: Have you replied to all with anything as silly? That did did as you a, ever hear back from the parent about that? I did not. But the kid, I could, I could still still tell you the kid's name to this day. Um, I, I I see him every now and again now, and um, he his his parents would have been fine with it. Okay. It yeah. So I mean, and this was too to point out. I mean, pictures and emails now are. I mean, this was an era when like. You know, now you have gifts and all this. Yes. Stuff. A picture thrown into an email, I mean, it was normal, but not as often right. as people do it. You know, this was really early on. Oh, I felt email. like I nailed it too. Yeah. I was, like, <laughs> we, we, was waiting for the reply to all, ha ha, because I, you know. Yeah, it was, it was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> was that like an energy drink or was it? Yes, it, it was an energy, an energy drink. drink. No, he's pimp juice. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I wasn't on that chain. There have been some memorable chains as well, and um, I've, I don't think one ever got sent to a parent. Okay. All right, my hot mic take, and this is a home maintenance question um, because it's I'm I'm doing the free press half marathon, international half this Sunday, and so I've been walking a lot, getting ready for that, getting my miles up. And this is an issue that I and I I, I need to know what can be done. Should I say anything? Should I not? Your trees along your boulevard, all right, you know what I'm talking yes, about. Like yes. if you have, like in my neighborhood when we built our house, they said you had to have a tree on your boulevard. You had to put it in. So a lot of houses have these trees. Homeowners, you have a responsibility with these trees to trim them to a height that when they're hanging over the sidewalk, that a person of six feet 
should not be getting blasted in the face with these branches. Sure. I don't I, – I, now, obviously, I'm 6'6", six, six, so I'm a little taller. So obviously – but still, if I'm hitting these sometimes smack dab in the face, these things really need to be trimmed. Now, I don't know if I can – call the association or the township, but when you're, it's no big deal in the daytime, but when I'm walking out like five 30 in the morning and sometimes I'm looking to yeah. start up a new episode to pass the mic on my phone, I've been smacked in the head a few times or even worse is that days after it rained or it's rained or there's more, like you hit that branch and then you get soaked. Oh yeah. So again, mine are trimmed. Poking the eye. Mine are trimmed. My neighbors close to me are trimmed, but there's a couple in river Valley on Kelly. Oh man, you're calling out. I'm calling people out. There's a couple in river Valley and I curse it every time I'm walking by at like five in the morning. Just go out there. You don't need to have like a, you know, a chainsaw or anything. Just, I do mine like with like this bigger pair of pruners. You you trim those branches off. You can't have stuff hanging down. You probably shouldn't have it on the street end too, because if people have like a big F-150 or something and they try to park there, you're yeah. going to jack that up. Again, my hot mic take of the week, owning a home and if you have, is part of landscaping is not just the stuff up around your house, but the stuff, those trees that hang over the sidewalk, those, us, those of us that are six feet uh, would appreciate it. So your your point of your hot mic this week is that you're a Karen asking the people to. I'm not a Karen. I mean, isn't that normal I'm just courtesy? Kidding. I'm just I understand. Kidding. What about a, what, even worse? Like, what if a kid's on a bike, like riding a bike? I mean, you're going to get clothesline flat, flat, flat out clotheslined. Yeah, like I, I you get know, it. That is part of your upkeep of your home. You ha- some of them are ridiculously low. Like you could be five three and you're getting smacked yeah. in the face. So maybe, I get it. Maybe I'll Understood. call. Maybe I'll call DT. Okay. <laughs> Um, since our last episode, both of our NFL teams, we're fighting for the first overall pick. Oh, we are, man. Uh, like, the, this is uncharted territory for the Steelers. Um, you are, Lions are off this week. I don't even know if this, who the Steelers are playing. And my, I don't know. That's how dis, dis, you know, the, Kenny Pickett is. Oh, I think it's Tampa. Tampa Bay. I think you're right. I think you're Tampa right. Tampa Bay. Um, I mean, now the defense isn't even playing well. I do not see them beating Tampa Bay. So that's going to be another Tomlin's first uh, losing season. Yeah, he's on the way with that. And again, you know, they lost their sack leader. So now they don't get any pressure. So now the defense is struggling. I don't have a problem with Kenny Pickett. I think he is going to be better than Trubisky. So I say keep playing them. But I I think that's another loss. You know, they're they're dropping. I don't want them to start dropping lines like the Lions. Oh, well, they could have beat New England and New York. And all of a sudden they're this and this instead of, yeah, no, you know, if. You wonder if is it the Mike Tomlin passed the Mike curse that he's that ever since he turned us down for an us, interview yes. that um you know I don't know we'll have to see I again I'm not panicked I mean I don't think they're gonna I never thought they were gonna be a playoff team sure. or win the AFC North this year oh anyway. that's a good division so you know play it out be competitive my problem is okay they were competitive against New England yeah they're competitive against the Jets they were competitive against the Browns and Bengals and beat the Bengals yeah I mean, that's a yeah so but you can't have games like the Buffalo game and there's no shame in that Buffalo is probably the top one or two team in the NFL mm-hmm. at their place you have them third and long in their own end zone the guy throws a 98 yard yeah. touchdown pass you know game like, over like who knows you know like that, that <laughs> yeah. that's a punch to the gut it so is. now if every game turns out to be like that then yeah then there should be but i don't think there should be any heat on him i mean you lost your best defensive player you you've switched to a rookie quarterback and week whatever like let it play out but again if you don't have a winning record this year like you don't have a winning record draft somebody and bounce back so that's i don't see them winning this week against tampa bay though um Pistons about to start. You want to say? Are you still confident of a no, play? no? Um, and, and it's the they're preseason over in the doesn't matter. Right? But it's the way guys are playing now. Granted, now they had an injury the other day, which Matt Marvin Bagley's you know five, six, seven, eight guy in that range. But the fact of the matter is, I'm, there, there's some concerning things happening now. They did play the other day. It was a game that I thought would be a little bit more 
important in, in a sense of seeing where guys are and they're missing their two best jump shooters and NBA now is spacing is king. But I, I am nervous that my prediction is going to be I, I they might and they might you know the NBA the way it's set up right now teams either want to lose or want to win and there's really no in between. They might want to have another year. This this uh, foreign born player is is amazing and uh, definitive number one pick, best prospect in years. So maybe that's what they're gunning for. But I wanted a competitive team. Seeing that we didn't get it with the Tigers, not going to get it with the Lions now. Obviously, uh, you know the Red Wings apparently are improved, but we'll see. But it's not happening. I, I'm I'm fearful. That- I mean, I wouldn't be too concerned over a couple of preseason games. Let's see what see what happens. I mean, I, I you know who knows. I mean, I don't want to bury somebody on a preseason. No, but they're the very Steelers young. Were, I think undefeated in the preseason. Uh, that's fair, but they're very young, and, and so, I, I just there's some problems that I think are going to linger. Well, in then the maybe we can finally go to a game because we need one more year of bad to get cheap tickets that's anyway. That's so true. that's what we got to look at. Um, next week um, mm-hmm. we have a guest. We're going to go back to Zoom because a guest can't make his way in here. But Jaden Payne, uh, former student council member, Carlson graduate, is a uh, very creative individual. He's done. He's a, has a short film coming out on October 27th called Eight Count. And he is going to join us via Zoom. And he's going to uh, discuss, we're going to discuss a little bit about his time here at Carlson, what got him into being in the creative world of filmmaking and uh, those sorts of things. Um, he's really excited about his sister, who's the star of the film. She's a sophomore, oh. came up today and said how excited he is about it. Um, so we will. that will be a week from Friday. That will be on the 21st. That will be mm-hmm. a, and probably, since we're doing Zoom, probably be a video episode as well. So um, we'll have that out. So we're definitely looking forward to that, having a guest next week. Anything you want to leave everyone with as we had two weeks left of football season? you got a swim meet tonight, right? got a swim meet, the last home meet for the seniors, or last home meet for – Carlson, they've they've had a very Se- good season. Senior night. Yeah, great yeah. season. So Unfortunately, far. Wyandotte got them. That's their one loss, and I oh. believe Wyandotte's unbeaten. So. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. and they, they they beat them pretty handily. So there there was no. Yeah, it, it, it was convincing. It was. Yep. And then we got a big two weeks left of football. Mm-hmm. Um, your new big scoreboard's getting put in. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little nervous. Although I've heard it's not going to be that drastically different. Yeah, I, I heard that's going to be like two tiers. Like one's responsible for video. Like yeah. that's going to be some Torres, and you're going to be just the score and everything else. So yeah. it might not be that tough. So, but we got uh, two home games left. That Woodhaven game a week from Friday will be big. Big shout out to the football staff for the t-shirts we got. Yeah, very nice. Today. Thank you. I'll be I'm wearing mine tomorrow. And that looks like everything. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next Friday.